Welcome to the Upside Podcast, powered by Upside Global and hosted by Julian Blinn, founder and CEO of Upside Global. The Upside Podcast is listened to weekly by over 6,000 sports and tech executives from all sports leagues and teams in the United States and around the world. Julian has been developing technologies for professional sports teams for over 10 years and has worked for major tech companies along with sports tech startups. In each episode, Julian interviews global leaders in sports to share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn. So today we have the honor to interview Nicole Foss and Kevin Highland. So Nicole is the CEO of Criva, a leading CBDA company that provides performance recovery products for all athletes at all levels. And Kevin is the, the BD lead for the company. So Nicole and Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Great. So hey, guys, so what I want to talk to you about today, we'll, we'll talk about your background, uh, and then we'll touch on your company and your product, as well as the benefits for teams and athletes to use it. And then, of course, we'll, we'll discuss the main differences between CBD and CBDA products, as well as your competitive advantage and the importance of CBD products in the world of elite sports. And then we'll cover your business model as well as your plan for the next 12 months. How does it sound? Sounds good. Great. So, hey, uh, so could you start by telling us about your background? Uh, good morning. This is Kevin. So. Uh, I've worked in the sporting goods industry for nearly 40 years with Nike, Adidas, Converse, Gatorade, Smith Optics, yep. and a number of other small companies. Um, although I'm in my 60s now, I still like to think of myself as an athlete. I'm still competing in triathlons. I've done Spartan racing, plenty of bike rides and races, and um, have had hamstring issues for the past 10 years. Uh, I tried a CBD cream five years ago and didn't have any results. But when uh, a friend of mine approached me about using a CBDA product, I said, sure, yeah. I'll give it a try. Uh, but I was, needless to say, a little bit skeptical based on my prior experience. But I used uh, this lotion on my hamstrings for about four or five days, and there yeah. was a noticeable reduction in my so, uh, soreness. So um, I committed to using this product on a daily basis after my workouts. And then when the company introduced oil drops, um, again, I'm in my mid 60s, so I don't sleep tremendously well, um, but I'm able to sleep through the night now, which not a lot of guys my age can say. So uh, in terms of both the topicals and the adjustables, I strongly believe in the product. And it was after trying the topicals that I was asked to join the company and I jumped at the opportunity. That's great. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. So what about you, Nicole? Yeah, so my background's a little bit different. I don't come from sports. I actually come from the healthcare space mixed with a lot of the cannabis space. So I became a um, cannabis employee and then was able to actually operate a recreational adult use farm where I built a program working with veterans that were going through um, rehabilitation programs for different sorts of chronic pain or um, acute injuries. And so I brought them on and built a program. And while I was working at this farm, um, I actually was going through nursing school and getting my master's in nursing. 
And while I was there, um, I was like the secret cannabis nurse. I couldn't really talk about cannabis, but I was seeing all this anecdotal evidence. And at this point, research is starting to come out about cannabis, about THC, about CBD and the potential benefits. So from there, I just kind of jumped in. I'm also the current president-elect of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. So we've got a great role of nurses that are passionate about providing uh, education for not just athletes, but education for patients, education for legislators, regulators, and everyone in our community. Um, so, in addition, I lead the Creva product development and do a lot of our education. So, it's a lot of fun. I'm considered a expert of sorts on acidic cannabinoids, and I speak at a lot of national events to share education surrounding them. Yeah, but that makes sense. Well, thank you for, for sharing that. Uh, now, could you tell me a bit more about your company and how you guys got started? What was the idea behind it? Yeah, so... When I was in the cannabis space, I was exposed to a lot of garbage. And by garbage, I mean people extracting cannabis THC mostly in like dirt garages, um, using butane from the local hardware store in a glass column. And I just really saw that there was no regulations and the products were really unsafe. There was lots of recalls at the beginning of the Washington State Cannabis Program. And then we saw it, the effects psychologically on folks. So when you're ingesting concentrates or unclean cannabis, a lot of the pesticides and heavy metals can cause acute psychosis and other um, potential side effects for folks. And so we really thought that there has to be a cleaner way to do this. And so our journey began about four years ago, a little over four years ago, actually. And we developed a water-based technique that removes the active compounds from the hemp plant, so non-THC containing plants, and it eliminates the risks associated with most botanical extractions, which is pesticide contamination, heavy metal contamination, as well as residual solvents. So we took that idea and um, we actually started in one of my colleagues' garages, much like every great business out there. Um, and we had a mobile trailer unit that we were extracting hemp at farms. And we took our ingredients and we took it to the cannabis space. And what they told us was, this is impossible and it's dumb. We don't know why you guys are doing this. So we really thought, well, you know, there's some efficacy to this. There's research that's supporting CBDA coming out at this point, and we decided to prove them wrong. So we took our time developing first a topical product um, and putting it through a reiteration of almost five times, um, getting feedback from anecdotal evidence from patients, from athletes, from our parents, um, and just really trying to understand what was good about the product. So we tested it and then we decided to take it to market because it was so awesome. And again, coming from the grit and passion of wanting to prove people wrong, um, we decided to launch um, locally in our Pacific Northwest kind of catosphere of cannabis, which lots of people there accept cannabis. Um, and then the 
hemp program expanded where you could send hemp products across the state border. So we're able to ship throughout the United States and have a legal product. So it's been a really cool journey. And along the way, we've been supported by just some phenomenal people. We have advocates in um, nearly every American sports league. We have physicians from the most prestigious organizations in the world working with us. And we also have industry leaders in the cosmetic space because we really feel as though taking the expertise and learning from very well-established industries is going to help us create a stronger product that's not coming from the what I like to call legacy or underground cannabis market. So could you guys tell me a bit more about your product and you know really how it works and what the benefits are for athletes and the team. So when you guys ship it to me, I, I tell you a story. I, I was cooking that day. I burned myself. I was like, what am I going to put on this? And I put your cream and the pain was gone. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And that's when I realized that, you know what? Um, and my friend, so Derek, who introduced us, told me, look, there's a big difference between CBD products and CBDA products. And I didn't understand it, but apparently there's a big difference. Yeah, there is a big difference and it's really confusing. As the kind of expert on acidic cannabinoids, I've done a lot of, you know, just breaking down what the difference is, but let's get to your original question, which is, you know, what about the products and how do they work? So they all start with our same water-based extraction ingredient. So we work primarily with the compound CBDA and it comes from the uh, hemp plant. So this is a non-THC containing cannabis plant that's grown in the United States. And we take that base ingredient and we put it into topical products that are primarily used against inflammatory um, bioactivity. So inflammatory reactions are huge in the body and we do need some inflammation in order to heal and get stronger, but we don't have to have as much inflammation as we have, especially in today's world where we've got like chronic stress top, tabled on top of that. So what um, a few like use cases are for post-athletic recovery. So a lot of our athletic trainers that are using the product in athletes, they are using our massage oil, our emollient, our lightweight lotion after performance. So after a game or after a really challenging training session, and they're using this to soothe muscle pain, um, generalized aches, tightness, um, and anything of that like. So, you know, you went to the gym hard, you've ran a Spartan race, what are you gonna use? You, you maybe were out of the game for a little bit. Um, our three topical products are excellent for that. And then, you know, you talked about a really interesting case, which is the burn case. Mm -hmm. um, so we've actually seen long distance runners be able to use our topical products on sunburns. So sunburn is, yeah, I know that. yeah. It's a, it's a cool process. It's an inflammatory reaction within the body. Um, you know, you get burned by a UV ray. Um, and so you can actually use this post-recovery and it's a really safe alternative to either stop a burn before it happens or stop a burn after it's already happened. Um, and then your uh, skin just reacts to it so lovely. 
And then another one of our cool, like kind of unique use cases actually comes with bruising. And bruising is huge in some of our, you know, more contact sports. So we have our hockey goalies using the massage oil and lotion after a puck hits them in a game. And the lotion will literally make a bruise disappear if it's already starting to form, or it can actually stop a bruise from forming. Interesting. So uh, I'll tell you another use case, Bob. So uh, I brought my, my son to a tennis camp and he um, uh, he had a scratch on his face. Um, so he had kind of a rash and I put some on his face. And but, uh, so uh, is there a use case for that as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's still an inflammatory reaction within the body. Um, I've even heard of people putting it on bee stings um, because oh, really? bee stings have a really unique, again, inflammatory reaction where your white blood cells and everything's going in the body and it can just kind of calm that. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of on the inflammatory aspect of it. And then there's another really unique case for CBDA when it comes to supporting sleep. And this is where we see a lot of our professional and semi-professional athletes who have you know, really extreme travel schedules that's disrupted to their sleep. And so they can actually use this product and um, if they're ingesting. So we find um, about 20 milligrams of CBDA and what the pathway is, is it's actually working with your serotonin receptors, which I'm sure everyone's kind of heard of. Those are our feel good, um, kind of one of the feel good chemicals in our body. And it also plays a big role in sleep pattern regulation and increasing REM sleep, which is the rapid eye movement, that deep recovery sleep that we need. So we found that um, with continued use, and sometimes it's even the first use, um, but with general continued use, about 30, 45 minutes before you would naturally go to bed. Um, athletes can take this and it's helping them sleep through the night as Kevin kind of alluded to. And, and it's not a ambient, right? Or a melatonin. It mm -hmm. doesn't make you fall asleep, um, but it certainly can help your body calm down a little with those serotonin receptors. And the added benefit of ingesting CBDA is that, you know, it's also working with systemic inflammation. And to go back to kind of the inflammatory pathways, We've got, you know, some unique pathways that um, this works with all at once. So it's not just one pathway for one molecule, which is kind of how Western pharmaceuticals work. So this is working with that COX-2 pathway, which is something that I'm sure a lot of folks are familiar with, your, your traditional NSAID pathway. And so it actually works with that bioactivity to reduce inflammation. Um, and one of the icky things about NSAIDs is that we have this buildup of a compound called prostaglandins in the body. And that prostaglandin is what causes liver toxicity with NSAIDs. And so it's actually able to still continue to produce prostaglandins, but it helps the breakdown of those. So we have found out through clinical research that it's the buildup of prostaglandins in the body that cause that liver toxicity. So the CBDA is helping with that traditional inflammatory pathway, but also mm -hmm. getting rid of the icky side effects, which is uh, super cool um, for the future of kind of what we can use this for, as well as working on those different pathways that um, like I would say our herbs work on other herbs. So capsaicin, turmeric, um, these are things used in Eastern medicine that work with an inflammation. And it turns out that CBDA works on these same pathways as well. And would you say that uh, 
would you read my next question, right? Would you say that people are aware of what CBDA is and what the main differences are when you talk to teams? Do they actually know the difference? Absolutely not. And, and this is really where we've spent the last two years is developing the education to help help people understand the difference because it is confusing. And on top of the confusion of what the different molecules are, there's the stigma of THC in there, right? And THC is that psychoactive compound um, that we don't work with, but it actually does have efficacy on a medicinal level as well. So one of the easiest ways to put it is CBDA is the organic plant-based version of CBD. So if you were to go look at a field of hemp um, and just look at the flowers and all the leaves, turns out there's actually like no CBD in there. Um, it's all okay. CBDA. And CBDA, that A at the end, is what's called an acidic cannabinoid. And turns out this class of acidic cannabinoids in the 1960s they were actually thought to be inactive, um, which is, again, the reason why the cannabis industry at the very beginning of our business said, you guys are dumb. You know, they thought these molecules are inactive. Well, turns out it's actually the complete opposite. And the man who published that research back in the 60s um, in 2018, he actually came out and said CBDA was one of the most important discoveries of his cannabis career. Um, so there's been a, a changing tide in um, the importance of this class of acidic cannabinoids. And why do you think there's most of the products are called, I mean, there are CBDA products? Is it because, which leads to my next question, right? Is it because it's harder to produce CBDA products? Yeah, it is. So it's harder to actually stabilize the CBDA. And what we found is with our unique extraction method with the water, we're actually able to stabilize, not to get too nerdy, um, but we can keep that CBDA molecule in its plant-based form and it leads to higher bioavailability. And that just simply means like higher efficacy. So you can take a little less and it works better. So I, I like to give the example of um, anxiety. So traditional research shows that you need about 800 milligrams of CBD in order to treat anxiety. You need um, about 80 of CBDA. Um, so it's a factor of 10 that CBDA is working better at, which is super powerful when it comes to consumer facing products. Um, you know, they're gonna work, which is what we pride ourselves on. That makes sense. Um, now, what, so what, how would you, I guess, summarize, right? To any teams who's listening, what are your main competitive advantages? I mean, you kind of touched on already, but how would you summarize that? Yeah, so the main competitive advantage, number one, no THC, right? So there's no psychoactivity in this. We have actually done our own third-party um, urine drug testing screening, which we've provided examples for teams. And then the next one is superior bioavailability. So going back to that concept of you can use 20 milligrams of CBDA and you're going to get an efficacious um, reaction or um, an efficacious sleep or less inflammation feeling, right? And that's, you know, that it works is what we make believers out of, right? There's a lot of skeptics out there and, and people have been burned by CBD. And then 
CBDA is WADA, USADA, NCAA, and at least American pro sports, and I would say most global team sports permissible, right? So it's not mm -hmm. permissible in competition, but you can use it post-competition. And then lastly, I would say that it's clean and it's pure as we have this shift of, you know, understanding what's in our food supply, what's in our other topical products, um, endocrine disruptors, and all these icky things that we're putting in and on our body. We've taken the time in our formulations to use the clean ingredient base that makes this a safe product for athletes. And because it's clean, it's more, I guess, I don't know if you can say more pure, it penetrates the skin faster. Is that Correct. Yeah, so it's actually the CBDA is able to penetrate the skin because of that the little acidic, the little A at the end. It's actually yeah. able to penetrate the skin better than CBD in general. But then we have added carrier oils that we know can um, kind of soak into the skin and get into that deeper level. Okay. And are you allowed to mention maybe some of the, in, in which sports and leagues you guys are uh, selling your products today? without me being specific to particular teams, right? Yeah, I think we can talk about that. I think, you know, we have a lot of hockey teams and we have a athletic advisory board made up of athletic trainers in every league. So I would say yeah. we're used in every league, um, but primarily we're seeing lots of baseball players, um, football players. I know that we've got some champions out there using it in the NFL. And then, um, as I said, hockey, those are our major places. Um, we see a little bit being used in soccer, um, but not as much, you know, soccer jumped in really early to the CBD game. And I, I think they got burned. I think they were like, this is garbage and it doesn't work. So we've got to get over that stigma and show them that it works. Okay. And that was for which particular sport you said? That's for soccer, actually. Yeah. Oh. So, um, you know, it's, it's just breaking it down where we've got other sports like the National Football League, right? Like they're a little bit more open to understanding cannabis and they've yeah. had their players using cannabis, not necessarily legally, um, but yeah. using cannabis previously. And so for them, the jump to a non-intoxicating CBDA product that works is pretty easy. Okay. Now, can you, can you guys talk to me about your, your business model, right? So any team who's listening right now, you know, where do they buy the product? Uh, what's the price range? What what kind of product? Can you guys tell me more about that? Yeah, hey, I'll I'll jump in on this one. Yeah, um, we're we're currently selling consumer direct only, and we're selling to athletes, physical therapists, athletic trainers, and massage therapists, whether they work in a private practice or for a professional sports team or a college here in the U.S. Uh, and we feel that that is probably the best method for us because we can, tr can control the messaging, the education, uh, answer any questions these people have, rather than go through traditional brick and mortar retailers where you know we don't know how educated the clerks are, how well they're going to be able to understand the, uh, I guess, efficacy of our products as well as the safety of it. So we're going consumer direct. Um, and uh, towards athletic wellness professionals. And what's your website address again? www.creva.co. Okay, and anybody wants to email you guys, what's the proper email to reach out to you? The best email is probably hello at Creva, and it's K-R-I-V-A. 
And it's worth noting that we also have an education-only website for um, sports medicine professionals, and that's crebapro.com. Um, so you can go there and you can download a million white papers. You can watch our YouTube videos. We're all about import, empowering that sports medicine professional and athlete to make their own informed decision when it comes to hemp products. Okay. Great. And my last question is, uh, you know, what are your plans for the next 12 months? Is it to maybe raise some money, uh, maybe to introduce some new products, uh, maybe it's to forget some new sports and leagues? Or what, what are your plans? Yeah, I'll answer first and then I'll let Kevin talk about the strategy. So from um, the larger kind of aspect of business. We are currently um, in a fundraising kind of era. So we've got hopefully only four more months to get that fundraising done before we go and open a second facility. And our second facility will be NSF for sports certified. So this is um, kind of a newer thing that they're I would say leagues and professional teams are asking um, ingestible yeah. products to come up with. So there's no schema actually mm -hmm. for topical products. So we're looking to bring on um, our gummies and potentially some other um, unique ingestible products so we can have those sleep benefits used um, in a more legal aspect broadly um, within the leagues. And then we plan to continue to work with our advisory board to develop new products that are efficacious. You know, we just developed uh, an emollient that's going to be hitting the market. And that's really exciting when we're using um, scraping techniques and all the different modalities that our sports medicine team are using. We want them to be able to include CBDA. Okay, great. Uh, thank you, Nicole. And, and Kevin, any uh, words on the strategy? Yeah, from a, from a marketing, sports marketing and business development, we're really, we want to focus on athletes and athlete wellness. So we're going to continue to stay the course. Uh, you won't see our product in grocery stores or convenience stores, which, you know, there's many CBD companies out there. Um, and we're not going to go down the path of pet supplements, which we've seen a lot of companies do. Um, we really believe that our products make a difference for athletes to help them recover and perform better. And we'll stick to our, our, our path and our strategies. Um, so we'll look to expand into, you know, uh, I guess, exhibit at more sporting events, um, conventions and symposiums where sports medicine professionals are attending and we'll stick to our guns when it comes to social uh, media and messaging. Again, we'll continue to beat that sports medicine athletic wellness drum. But you guys should come to our November 15 event uh, that will take place at the Met Stadium because we have lots of teams, some investors. I mean, I'm really, you know, top investors. So I recommend that you guys come in and check it out and show it to the teams and investors, right? So, yeah. Um, okay. So, hey, look, we're we at the end of the, the podcast, but I want to thank you for your time today. Uh, great insights and good luck with everything. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.